Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. The Warriors, they beat the Rockets in Houston, 122 to 108. And Steph Curry looked like Steph Curry. Apparently, he was getting some MVP chance in Toyota Center. And that had to feel good for him. It felt good for me to see Steph break out finally for once again. He had 40 points, I believe 21 in the decisive fourth quarter. He played 38 minutes overall, 13 for 23, 7 for 14 from three, 7 for 8 from the free throw line, five boards, nine assists. That's nice. That's a relief, you know? I mean, maybe he's not out of his slump yet, but... Hopefully, this is a sign of good things to come. When I was watching this game, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I recognize that guy. The guy that would hit crazy three-pointers, deep three-pointers, quick trigger three-pointers, and basically scare the other team a little bit. And yes, the Rockets are not a very good team, but hopefully this is like kind of a breakout game for him. It's a very relaxing, settling, comforting feeling to see Steph just be Steph and chuck those shots, those impossible quick trigger shots from deep and know they're going in. Kevin Porter Jr. on the Rockets, he was getting up on Steph. I think that dude mouths off a lot and whatever, he's competitive and that's just the way he is. But I'd like to think that Steph took on that challenge and reminded him who he is. You always need a little bit of a extra motivation, but it was great to see the Rockets home court is a place where the Warriors have had many a decisive victory. It's also a place where Steph got hurt twice, by the way. That uh, that slip in the 2016 playoffs that put a hitch in his getup all the way through the finals. And then last season when Steph hurt his tailbone, but whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like I said in the previous episode, the string of games is one where the Warriors can notch a few easy wins. This one wasn't super easy. I mean, it should have been easier than it was. The Warriors had a big lead, but they let the rope slip in this again, just like they did against the Nets. But hey, you know, let's not forget that the Warriors are down a bunch of dudes like Draymond and Andre Godala, but they're also missing Bielitsa. And they sat Otto Porter Jr. on the first night of a back-to-back. So their end-of-bench guys like JTA and Damian Lee got more minutes. And to be honest, like when those guys were in, that's when the lead slipped a little bit towards the end of the third quarter. That's when the Rockets made their run. And Steph had to play the whole fourth because the Rockets got within four points. And... Steve Kerr did not want to risk this one. 38 minutes is a lot of minutes for Steph, but we'll see how that affects him in the San Antonio game on Tuesday. Andrew Wiggins looked good again, played 34 minutes, eight for 14, three of six from three, hit all four of his free throws. All right. Nice. On the season, he's about 67%. So that is a positive for sure. Five boards, three assists, 23 points. Wiggins he looks like a different guy out there, honestly, the way he carries himself. He looks more assertive. He looks more engaged. He looks like he's actually one of the better players on this team instead of just a glorified role player. So I'll take it. You know, I'll take it. I think that his confidence levels must be through the roof. 
in the handful of games since being named an all-star. He's averaged 22 points, six boards, two steals, two blocks, shooting 57% from the field and 55%, 54.5% to be exact from three. So nowadays, like when Andrew Wiggins shoots a three, I think it's going in, you know? Before I was like, oh, that's clanking. It's it's too flat. It's gonna miss left. It's gonna miss right. But now I'm like, I I think that's gonna go in, you know. So good on him for doing what it takes to change people's minds slowly but surely. I didn't think he could be better than he had been earlier in the season. And don't get me wrong, like I'm not claiming that all of a sudden he's going to fulfill his number one pick status, but He's really, really getting in where he fits in. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like he said, he thinks he's found a home in Golden State. And it sure as hell looks like it. Who knows what that means for the future, you know? But the dude was active on offense, on defense. It was good to see him play against Jalen Green because Jalen Green, he's talented, but he's skinny. And he's only like 6'4", but he's supposed to be super athletic. And I mean... Not supposed to be. He is. But guess what? Andrew Wiggins is too. So there were a handful of plays where they were matched up on each other. And I loved seeing Wiggins take on that challenge and be like, yo, (laughs) I'm just as athletic and I am (laughs) 6'7". You know what I mean? So I love the fact that he is competing on both ends of the court consistently. I think that's a huge evolution in who Andrew Wiggins is as a basketball player. Kevon Looney, 14 boards, plus 10, seven points. And he hit his one free throw, which was really important. And and one when the Rockets were still threatening. But, you know, (laughs) this game never felt in doubt. There were (laughs) some thoughts when the Rockets got within four, whatever, where I was like, oh, this would be a terrible, terrible loss. (laughs) So this is what they need to do, right? They've won six in a row now. And they're eight and two in their last 10 games. So they just need to keep plugging away, you know, building on the previous wins and keep moving forward. Bottom line, you know, I said like, hey, they look like they might be on track. The only things that are big question marks right now are Steph's slump and when Draymond Green will finally return. I mean, of course, there's James Wiseman, but at this point, You know, he's more of like a secondary question mark, you know, that's a whole nother can of very specific worms. After this back-to-back, the Warriors actually only have one game in the next five days, which is crazy. You know, these games have been coming fast and furious. You're lucky if you get two days between games. So maybe Steph will play against the Spurs and then rest at home against the Kings or just rest over the four off days that come up. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their first deposit. 
deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code TBPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 and over, minimum age and local requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. And then presuming that Draymond is going to be back healthy at some point, assuming that whatever ails him is not a season-threatening injury, then I would say that the Warriors seem to be moving forward a little bit. Yes, they've looked like crap at some times. Yes, they have been inconsistent, but this is them trying to work through all this muck, right? Especially without Draymond, especially with Steph shooting poorly. No one could have predicted exactly that Steph would be going through a month-long shooting slump, maybe actually probably longer, month and a half, or that Draymond would have a back issue. But where they're at right now, given the hand that they've been dealt, this is what they should be doing, taking some wins and moving forward and gaining experience and getting progress, all that stuff I always talk about. I do want to mention Moses Moody, who had been lighting up the G League, and he started this game kind of a a reward, a vote of confidence from Steve Kerr. He played 25 minutes, four for seven, three for five from three, two rebounds, one assist, 11 points. He looked good out there. I'll be honest. He looked good. He looked confident. In times when he's come off the bench, he looks a little hesitant and out of sorts and you know indecisive. But here in this game, he came out shooting. I think he shot the first two shots of the game. He looked like the game wasn't too fast for him, and that bodes well. That bodes well. You know, like I said on the last episode, and I keep saying that, you know, it's pretty clear that Moses Moody is going to replace Damian Lee next season, you know? And it's good that he's developing and that he's taking advantage of the G League because that's exactly what it's for. He's playing within himself, letting the game come to him, and that's what you want to see. We hadn't seen much of Moody in the past month or so, Maybe we'll start seeing more. I would not mind that at all. I pretty much expected that he would just get spot minutes for the rest of the season, emergency minutes or whatever. But if he continues to show that he can drain open shots, play solid team defense, and make quick decisions, then I can definitely see him moving up little by little, you know, moving up in his appearances and his minute totals. But Yeah. San Antonio Spurs on Tuesday. The last time the Warriors saw the Spurs on the second night of a back-to-back was after they had beaten the Phoenix Suns at home, and they totally slept on that Spurs game and lost, which was very frustrating at that point in time. But hopefully, especially the way the Warriors have been playing, they don't take this one for granted, and they come out, they come after it, and they notch another W before they go home and get a day off and then sack, and then a few more days off. 
Anyway, that is another episode of the Oklahoma Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com. And be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave a five-star rating for the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Say nice stuff about us on Apple Podcasts. That would be cool, too. Thanks. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs. Go Dubs.